Good afternoon and hope you're having an amazing day as you get ready for Shabbos. As is our custom, I'm excited to share a beautiful idea from the weekly Torah portion, which this week is called Mishpatim. Why is it called Mishpatim? Simple. Because it is a portion full of Mishpatim, which is another word for a category of Jewish laws. This parsha is chock full of laws, but not the type we usually associate with religion, not those religious laws, or ritual laws and traditions, or even spiritual laws, but rather technical civil laws, tort law, criminal law. All the things that make up the messy, technical, and often ugly side of society, such as what happens if you cause bodily harm to someone, or if something you own, maybe the ox, or your pit bull, or your car, causes someone's death, or what happens if you were supposed to guard something and didn't do a good job, or if a person stole something and can't pay it back, etc., etc. You get the point. Now hold that thought for a moment for an important editor's sidebar. It's really helpful to retain previous learning that we do together, so that the information we cover is not forgotten each day, but rather serves as a foundation to further build the beautiful tapestry of Jewish thought and values to really get the most out of it. Jewish wisdom is not made up of random nuggets of thought, but pieces that create a much grander puzzle. So why is this relevant here? Because if you remember, yesterday we spoke about Jewish laws being expansive and not restrictive. That's the beautiful recap phrase my friend Mike, who's listening from Florida for the winter, emailed me after yesterday's episode. Expansive, not restrictive. And that idea will carry us through today's thought as well. So if you didn't have a chance to listen to yesterday's podcast yet, or even need a refresher, it's never a bad idea to review and re-listen to last night's episode. Now on with the show. The lesson we're going to learn today is actually derived from a really basic English grammar principle that we all learned early in grade school. Listen to the following. The first sentence of the Torah portion reads, And these are the laws which you should place before them. Did you hear that huge grammatical no-no? One of the first rules of writing is, never start a sentence with the word and. In Hebrew, the word and is all of one letter before a word, the letter vav. I've shared before how we can learn something from every single Hebrew word in the Torah, and now we're going to learn something from just one little Hebrew letter in the Torah. So get ready for this. Rashi noticed the seeming grammatical error and says it is impossible that God can figure out how to create the galaxies, planets, gravity, bearded dragons, kiwis, both the fruit and the animal, but doesn't know the most basic rule in writing to never start a sentence with the word and. And therefore Rashi comments that whenever you see a vav, the word and, at the beginning of a sentence, it is actually known as vavachibur, an and that adds and connects to what we have learned before, which you might not have done otherwise. So what came before this in last week's portion? If you recall, last week was huge. It was when the Jews received the Torah, our entire blueprint for spiritual living. But not just that, the Jews, all two million of them, experienced the first and only account of national revelation. Talk about a spiritual mountaintop experience. The Sinai moment was literally the highest of the high. You couldn't get higher. The most out-of-body experience one could imagine. Our souls were literally on fire. So there we are flying. And what happens right after? An inspirational collective meditation would make sense. Or how about singing Am Yisrael Chai in a big horror to keep the momentum going? Instead, God decides that now is a good time to introduce a whole lot of technical laws. Great experience and all, but here are some laws. So if your car happens to get into a fender bender, or your shovel fell off and broke this person's pot, here's what you have to do. Last week was all about an outer body experience. And this is all about small claims court, manslaughter, theft, negligence. How are they connected in any way? 
My friends, the Torah is telling us, yes, they are in fact connected, so connected. What Mishpatim reminds us is that Judaism and living a religious life is not about flying in the clouds. A religious, real religious life, a spiritual life is not about feeling spiritual, meditating or feeling inspired. Wow, that was so inspiring. I love feeling spiritual. Rather, it's about living everyday mundane life dedicated to a value system that reflects loftiness and molds, shapes and elevates our character and society to be more honest, generous, fair and kind. The world of religion is not simply about prayer, candles, matzah, and menorahs. Yes, that is tremendously important and meaningful, especially the more one looks into the hows and whys. But Judaism is also about ensuring that in business we aren't cutthroat. We don't cut corners. We don't benefit of someone else's expense. We care for the people around us, even those that work for us, and especially the se- those who seemingly work under us. We don't play by the book, but understand that in our business dealings, there's a spirit of the law that we strive for. And we don't nick someone's car, and if no one's looking, just keep going. My friends, Parshat Mishpatim starts with a vav, because after Sinai, God wants to be clear. Life is about being spiritual, and if you want to know how to really do that, live your everyday life according to the highest possible values when you are in the thick of business, anger, jealousy, pursuing profit, or presented with an opportunity which might not be right regardless if you can justify that it was your right. Torah speaks about everyday life. Religious life and being godly are not only in the inspirational experiences, but in the everyday. What's even more amazing is that this Parsha is so progressive for back then and for now. Back then, it was given at a time when might meant right, and power was a virtue that enabled people to take advantage of others, rather than being seen as a responsibility towards others. Law, equality, fairness, and protecting the weak were not the way of the world, and yet the Torah put it all down into play. And it's also progressive for today. So many people I speak to are waiting to be inspired or for the next fix of spiritual feelings or having an awesome out-of-body experience. Spiritual has become the synonym for religious, feeling spiritual rather than acting religious. So along comes the Torah and says, true, feelings and having moments are important, but it is in the arena of everyday life where religious life is really needed to be put into practice. In a society that is not perfect, in relationships that struggle, in how you drive in the parking lot on a busy air of Shabbos and Lawrence, in how you treat an employee that makes a mistake, or in how you deal with a contractor that was negligent, or a neighbor who breaks your fence. How do, you, how do they face you? How do you treat them? This is the and which attaches Parshat Mishpatim to Sinai and the Jewish experience of religious life. In many ways, if we're honest, that is much harder and more demanding than finding spiritual moments and might even be why people search or settle for that because it isn't as demanding of them in their real lives. But I would argue it is definitely equally, if not more important. True, this is a big challenge, a tall order, but it is God's vision for society and he trusts in humanity to rise to the challenge and refine our character. And then when you are that type of person, every day could be a mountaintop experience feeling. Amazing. All that from one little seemingly grammatical mistake, but really the key to crack the code of spiritual living. There's so much more to discuss. This Parsha is so rich with beautiful ideas, but we'll continue on this Parsha next year when we see it again. And on that note, wishing you a good Shabbos, and I'll see you tomorrow.